Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about Quarantine Music, Volume 6. So we're back with another installment. This basically covers music from mid to late September through mid-ish of November. We wanted to do one more episode before we later do the Music Awards as the last episode of the year. So this is just to kind of get in our initial opinions on those because a lot has come out in this short time. Even up to the summer, it was like, damn, it's going to be kind of easy to pick the favorites. There's not much coming out, but it's getting a little, a little challenging now to pick. But yeah, let's, let's just jump right into them. Start off with Hip Hop. First off, Amine Amanamanon <laughs> with 2.5, all caps. Yeah, so basically the in-between project, which he did before 1.5, so it's like an in-between project between the main albums. Came as a bit of a surprise. Again, he's kind of done it before, so I don't mean surprising in that way. It was just kind of like, boom, here's a single, and yo, something's dropping soon. And how are you liking this one? There's like a handful of songs I like on it, so kind of an EP's worth. The rest is okay, not my favorite, but I would say in general, am I happy to have it? Sure. You know, it's not supposed to be an album in the same way that Limbo is, and it doesn't match that, but I'd probably go Light Pro. Limbo was the GOAT album of last year, so you could say it's a disappointment in that way, but he's just having fun. Yeah, I didn't take it too serious. I mean, obviously, Limbo is probably like his best work. This is very different through first and second and even third listens. I wasn't very sure if I was going to be listening to this. However, somewhere in that third listen, a lot of songs started growing on me. And it's weird. It's a lot of fun sounds, kind of experimental. But they're like songs that probably won't age well. Like, I don't know, in a few years, you're going to play this back and be like, yeah, I don't know. However, they did kind of grow on me a little bit. I'll go with the Light Pro. Next up, we got Wiki with... The album Half God, which was produced by Navy Blue, a.k.a. Sage from the Odd Future Days, the skater who's now making music. But really like this collab. Wiki, I've always liked as one of the few New York hip-hop artists who I think is still doing interesting stuff and feels very authentic to the city. So I think this is arguably his best project yet, especially with the Navy production. So I'd probably go with like a light to solid pro. Yeah, this was a bit of a surprise. I think I've heard the name before, but I don't know that I know his music much. He was in Rat King. I don't know if you remember that. Maybe. But yeah, pleasant surprise. It, it is very like authentic to the city. It's something that like, I mean, I don't know this. I'm kind of just making it up. Some shit that like Mob Deep or something would be proud of that is like the continuation of like good New York City rap or some shit like that, you know? Sounds are great, beats are nice. I was looking for the song because I don't remember the names, but I think it's Can't Do This Alone with Navy Blue, which I didn't even, mm-hmm. you just said that. I didn't even know it was the dude from my future, but like the tracks, yeah. Uh, have to give it a few more listens to pick out the songs I like, but yeah, go with the Light Pro. Next up, we have Don Tolliver with The Life of a Don. A little disappointing for me. His work, always great. Like, I like all his tracks. 
his last album was pretty good. I still listen to some of the songs. Just none of these really stuck out except for the singles. I forget the track with Cali. Mm-hmm. There's like two or three songs that are good. However, I wanted it to be like, you know, a step up from his last album where like most of them were bangers that, again, I'm still playing. That wasn't the case. Solid Con. The Cali track is the only one I like on it. I wouldn't say I was even disappointed. I kind of haven't resonated with any of his projects. I do think he has an interesting voice and sound, but just hasn't come together for me. And this project was no different, so... Solicon. Let's move over to R&B, your favorite category, and we'll start off with OVO Zone, Mahi Jordan, with the album Wildest Dreams. This album almost entirely didn't work for me except for one song, which is going to be something I bring up on other projects in a way. Already did with Don Tolliver, but Sweet is the one I really like. The rest didn't work but sweet is a major pro overall though i'd lean a con for the album also a little disappointing it's r&b almost like anything r&b that comes out and i was expecting to really like this and i didn't i don't even like the cover i'm gonna go with a con <laughs> on the cover i feel creeped out how they're <laughs> kind of looking at me right now yeah it sucks they have so much potential they make great sounds i mean i do like like two or three of the songs one of them being the single they dropped waves of blue However, Sweet is a, I was going to say a sweet track, but I couldn't do it. Uh, sweet is a good track. think I also like the Drake feature or the song that has like Drake in it, whatever. But yeah, there's there's not much that grabbed me from this album. Yeah, I'm going to go with a solid con. Next up, we have Summer Walker with Still Over It. This was an album that all the ladies were waiting for, all the baby mamas, all the drama if you don't know, basically, it's like the album for Summer Walker for London, her baby daddy. If you don't know him, he's the guy in London on the track. Or I don't even know his tag. He has multiple, I think. But it was okay. I think overrated when it came out. At least my Twitter feed and the people, the females I follow, I guess, were like juicing it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, tell him, sis. I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... The other part that bothered me is that most of the people saying that didn't know that her baby daddy produced the whole album, actually even made most of the beats. <laughs> and it's right. like, you know, they're like feeding you this info and it is true. Like they're not together. But however, I did like a few of the tracks. I do like Summer Walker and her voice. However, it is a long ass album. Doesn't need that. But I'll still go with like a light, light pro. When I listen to this, it sounds like generic modern R&B to me, which it's not a con necessarily, but I've never been able to get into her music. I think there's a lot more talented singers out there, so I'm going to have to go with a con on this one. Next up, we got Dijon with the album Absolutely. We've talked about Dijon before. Amazing voice. I will say, though, that ever since he went solo, because I Initially got into him through his Abhi Dijon stuff with another guy, and I'm not totally in on the directions he's been going. I guess I wish it was a little more melodic. That being said, I don't hate all the songs. There are some I like, but I'd probably go with, I don't know, a neutral for now. Still not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, it's funny because I feel the same. Like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. 
in between like his voice is so dope and he does it's like this unique sound that he's able to get with his always kind of weird beats i even listened to it once or twice before i found out that he like teamed up with mcgee one of like the artists i've been listening to the most lately even with that i still didn't really know how to feel about it is not to compare him in this way but almost how you know like for hip-hop andre 3000 is like a mm-hmm. like his style is just different that's how i feel about dijon's like just style in r&b like his sound is just different it's not for everyone it's like anchovies i don't know bro <laughs> and it's one of those where i have to give it one or two more good listens to see how i really feel about it for now i'd probably go with neutral as well next up we have joy crooks with skin this one's new to me don't really know if i'll be keeping this on my library but it was like an interesting listen and for me it was more difficult because i had like a easy maybe it's a bad comparison and like artists where to me she sounded like i hate to say it like this like a less talented like amy winehouse mixed with like a georgia smith and that could just be the accent or something but it wasn't bad music at all i enjoyed one or two of the tracks for sure i'd go with a light pro yeah, she definitely has a very London sound, kind of soulful R&B. And there were like a couple tracks I liked from her in the past. One, I think it's called London's Mine. And on this project, this was like the first album of hers I listened to. I think she had some EPs. I think it's her debut album. There's one song I really like, When You Were Mine. And there's a couple other decent ones. But the rest were kind of, I don't want to say boring because they weren't boring. They just didn't grab me. Whereas the one I mentioned when you were mine, it's like, wow. So this is another example where there's only one or two songs I really like, but I also don't really hate it. I'll probably go in neutral. Next up, we got Duckworth with SG8. No idea what that title means, but you put me onto this. And I don't know if I've heard of him before. The name looks familiar, but... It was a pretty good project. There's a couple songs that I like for sure. One of them has Steve Lacey vibes. I'd probably go with a light pro. Yeah, this was also new to me. I feel like I heard his name or maybe he's featured in something, but this is like the first project of his that I listened to or music, period. And again, pleasant surprise. I enjoyed it. Cool theme throughout. It doesn't take itself too serious. It's kind of fun. Even the videos, I don't know if you've seen them. I've seen like one or two of them. They're pretty cool. Almost like a fun early Childish Gambino type shit to them. But yeah, all fun. I catch myself singing his stuff like all the time at work and stuff because they're like catchy in a way. Yeah, I really liked it. I'd go with a solid pro on this one. Looking forward to see his future work. Last but not least on R&B, we're going to go with Alina Baraz with the album or EP Sunbeam. Yeah, short little project, four songs really liked it funny to say it's probably my favorite work from her i do have her other albums and again out of them i usually like two or three of the songs her voice is great however this one it's only four tracks i really like all of them i often find myself just hitting track one just letting it play throughout when i have like a quick little listen you know like i'm doing something like oh let me throw you know like a 15 minute little project or something on it's like soothing smooth good beat voice is obviously what you come to alina for and yeah easy pro for me yeah i'd never heard of her before and then i was looking at 
the new music stuff the week that it came out and the cover caught my eye decided to try it and was pleasantly surprised like you said all the tracks are good i've changed my mind multiple times on which track is my favorite so that's a good sign and yeah looking forward to a longer project from her so solid pro yeah she's cool she had a track with like khalid or some shit a few years back and it's pretty good i was almost becoming like a hater of hers because i got in a few discussions about like oh who looks better georgia smith or alina and it's like yo how dare you slap (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but she's cool Uh, i don't hate she is pretty as well but she ain't georgia then we go on to indie rock slash alternative where we have snail mail with her sophomore album valentine and i really liked her debut album lush still holds up really well this album was i don't want to sound harsh but extremely disappointing just because i was really looking forward to it and it has a totally different sound and energy there's maybe one or two tracks that could have fit on lush and I'm not against artists switching it up, but this has been a theme this year with Claro. There's another new album that we're not going to go fully into, but Courtney Barnett, where I really liked their first or most recent main albums. And then this year, their follow-ups have been disappointing. And in these cases, also just a lot slower, which... I prefer the more energy from them, so I'd have to go with a solid con. Yeah, uh, not for me. I did like Lush. Uh, I remember you putting me onto that. This one didn't do it for me. This is like one of those artists that they do something well, and like that's kind of like what you look for in them, or at least I do. The same thing with like Crumb. I feel this way about like a lot of the alternative artists that we listen to or you put me onto. like i like something they do and once they veer off of that it's enough for me and yeah i like lush I, I mean i still have it in my library but this not gonna make it solid con next up we have lana del rey with blue banisters and lana's back second album of the year lana's dropping a lot i don't know if y'all know how i feel about artists <laughs> dropping too much <laughs> You gotta make me crave you, you know? You gotta make me want to listen to you. And maybe that's why... Bro, I'm still stuck on Norman Forkin Rockwell or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's her peak, I think, so far. Yeah, and I'm not gonna go con. I'll go, like, very light pro. But I just need breathers. Because I, I won't enjoy the album. But it's Lana's voice. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate, bro. <laughs> like, I can't. This is yet another project where... There's two songs that I love, like really are top of the year for me in that range with Dealer and Sweet Carolina. Dealer where she's screaming like Alabama Shakes type vibes. Sweet Carolina just voice of an angel, beautiful singing. But the rest of them were very slow, very dull, very boring. In my opinion, just being honest, they didn't work for me so I'd have to give the album overall a con, but I'll take it just for those two great songs. Next up, we got Illuminati Hotties with Let Me Do One More. I'd never heard of them before this album. I think in a year when there's been a lot of these indie album disappointments, this is a nice, solid album. There's different types of emotions on it too. 
where you have The Sway, which is one of my favorites. It's like a slower 90s emotional type song. And then you have like Cheap Shoes, which is a high energy song, even the opening to Pool Hopping, more energy. So I like the different sounds on it. I'd go with a solid pro. Yeah, I figured like when, when I listened to this, obviously you put me onto this. I was like, yeah, I think Jack is going to fuck with this one. I don't know, something about the sound of it. It's like fun. And I feel like, yeah, there's a track na- uh, titled Need. And actually, like, now as I say it, like, look, I'll even add it in front of you as we're recording. Because I was, like, on the fence, like, oh, I should add it or not. But everything else is not bad. It's just, like, it's a specific sound. It's very youthful. Gives me, like, vibes of, like, early 2000s rock and Mm -hmm. Green Day and, like, Avril Lavigne type shit. Which is fun. But, again, I guess it's just, like, a time that passed for me. But I'd go with, like, a very light pro. Last but not least on Indie and Alternative, we're going to go with Pink Pantherus to hell with it ooh, (laughs) what a title i've listened to this album or songs from this album a little bit more than i would like to (laughs) especially because my now roommate nez keeps playing this shit every time i'm in the car with him since it came out he plays it all the time uh in a similar way to like amine's I feel like they're fun beats, experimental. I mean, I think this is what Pink Panthers does, period. So it's not like it's a different sound to them from what I know or her. The voice is cool. But it's one of those where, like, again, it gives me, like, Tokyo Drip vibes. Like, (laughs) Japan and, like, cars and racing and, like, neon lights and fun and, like, ecstasy or drugs or some shit. I don't know. But it's not bad. I'd go with like a light pro just because it's fun and there's like a time and a place for it. But I don't know how much I'll actually be listening to it myself. She got big off TikTok. She has a very UK garage alternative type sound, dancey, but with that kind of alt girl feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I think the project is cool. Like nice collection of songs. I'd probably go with a light pro. But I'm definitely interested to see where she goes from here. Now moving on to some albums that could fall into, I guess, between a couple categories. You know, some pop for that popular track, some radio plays, or little dance, little electronic and shit. But yeah, let's get started with Casey Hill, Simple, Sweet, and Smiling. <laughs> wow, I had to smile while I saying that. Beautiful, just title overall. Casey Hill, I think we've talked about her before talented kind of has her own specific sound to her this album however i don't know that i'll be bumping the entire thing i did find a couple tracks that i really liked i couldn't wait walking at midnight and the stars stood out to me but honestly when it comes to casey hill that's more than i can ask for you know that's pretty much it i don't know if i've ever worked an entire project by her so i'm gonna go with like a light pro for me i did really like her last project in full Is It Selfish If We Talk About Me Again is the name of it. And that was last year, one of my favorites of the year. So I was definitely looking forward to this one. There are a couple songs that I really love on this one. I Couldn't Wait and Easy Going. I'd probably go with a light pro. Next up, we have Remy Wolf with the album Juno. I think this is a really fun project. Really energetic, a lot of different funky styles and beats and flows and i think the project starts and ends the strongest the in between isn't as good 
but overall i'd give it a solid pro i think it's like i said just an enjoyable fun listen remy wolf new to me from the uk no from here yeah crazy <laughs> i don't know i could have sworn like she had an accent or some shit yeah fun energetic album i just couldn't grasp like the the lyrics they were kind of like again too playful or like i don't want to call them immature like it is what it is what she's talking about but again just like fun however the energy was there i can't really hate on it i did pick out a few songs i'd like anthony kiedis volkiano and sexy villain are pretty good those i'll probably keep bumping definitely interested on what's next light to solid pro next up we have gracie abrams with this is what it feels like gracie think you've officially lost me not in a super harsh way it's just that like i've come to the realization that what i liked about her was that very first track you showed me her like in the snow or the piano i don't remember very well it's a cool video yeah it was like the acoustic of 21 yeah 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 the acoustic version because i don't even think i like the original or the <laughs> normal version and this wasn't as bad i feel like it almost like annoys me like the whispering like singing like <laughs> which she does well like it's not bad it's just like not for me i feel like she didn't do it as much on this album i think i realized like oh like she just unless she completely switches up her styles or like you know maybe does like a more upbeat album in the future or something maybe i'd be more on the positive side but easy for me with a con on this one yeah i wouldn't say she's lost me but while the EP had some songs I liked and some of her earlier singles, this one, I mean, it's still pretty new, but I haven't been able to find any track that I like. And it's not horrible, but yeah, not for me either. Yeah, this is a solid con for me as well. All right, so next up we go to probably the most anticipated album of this episode, I would say for both of us which is Silk Sonic with the album An Evening with Silk Sonic. This is a collab project between Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, for people who don't know, and they have Bootsy Collins in there as well. We've definitely talked about Anderson Pock on this show. I don't know if we've talked about Bruno much, but when they came together and put out the first single with Leave the Door Open, which was this, you know, 70s funk, soul, however you describe it kind of sound. It was exciting right away. But I'll just start off with a con that the rollout for this was way too long and I think hurt the album. They would have just given people straight off the bat and also put this out in summer. This is a summer album, not a November album. But that stuff aside, I think it's a mostly good project. There's a couple songs I really don't like. 777 and fly as me but the rest are good the song with thundercat is crazy i mean i like all the rest pretty much so i think they did a good job of capturing that old school kind of sound it does feel a little short and maybe missing something i don't know what it is but i can't really complain too much they gave us some good music some fun music so probably solid pro I want to say it was you that first told me when like the rumors came out that oh they're like rumoring a Bruno 
Anderson like album, and I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Talking about two of the most soulful, funky like dudes out here. I mean, we know how just Anderson sounds and his drums and that vibe of like that old school. Like he could have been in Motown type shit. Then you have Bruno who literally titles tracks uptown funk and shit like that. I was like shocked. And I hated when people were like, wait, what? That's weird. It's like, no. What? No, it made sense. Get out. <laughs> Delete your number. Boom. What are you talking about? <laughs> this shit just hit. Funny you said you don't like Fly S Me and 777. <laughs> They're almost the same track to me. Same vibe. So I could see why if you don't like one, you wouldn't like the other. However, for me, I have no complaints. One through nine. Even the intro is like smooth as fuck. It establishes like a a moment in time or era i feel like they didn't just like capture a genre or anything they legit captured like an era just a period decades not just like one either it was just like we could do this we could take it back and they did it really well and like flawlessly without it seeming too forced or anything like that yeah easy favorites are the track with thundercat and bootsy after last night talk about fucking soul talent lyrics sexiness like there's everything on this track like funk in a slow way instrumentals no miss in any way like this song could have gone for 12 minutes i would have been cool i would also go as far to say that songs four through six starting with after last night going into smoking out the window and put on a smile it's probably my top three like back to back to back songs in any album this year I would even go as far as to say, like, I actually even, like, teared up while listening to Put On A Smile just because Damn. of Bruno's fucking vocals. Incredible. Perfect outro with Blast Off. Love the fucking reverb. It's, like, some shit from the future and past. This is truly, like, the definition of timeless for me when it comes to, like, music because it's from the past, but it's something that I can also see myself in the future just fucking bumping and enjoying and it yeah. feeling like it still fits in this time. I don't know that I'd call it like a masterpiece, like 10 out of 10, but I think it's damn near close, like a 9.9. So yeah, major pro for me. Last but not least, we have the most anticipated album, Adele, 30. The divorce album, the breakup album of Adele people been waiting for. They want to cry. And there are a few tracks that show that and much respect, but doesn't mean you not make a good instrumental or a nice beat or whatever it is on it. A lot of the songs to me only had like one or two instruments. Even if it's just me speaking like out of my ass, it just sounded like it needed more sound. And I know you go to Adele because of her voice and whatnot, but I just needed a little more. Like the two or three tracks that I like is because they have a nice beat, kind of like a, what's that song called? All Night Parking, I think. Great track. Easy On Me is the single, I think, and... That was good, and maybe I just like it because it's the first song that I heard from the album. And then took me all the way to, like, the last track to find another song that I liked. Uh, love is a Game or Game of Love. I liked it. It had a little bit of a R&B feel to it, some old-schoolness to it. Those are the ones I liked. Everything else was, like, dull. There were some heartfelt moments. Like, she, one of the songs, she's, like, talking to her kid or something, which is, like, dope, but... I kind of always find those weird, like, yo, why are you recording your kid, like, talking about shit like this? It's just, it was almost like a Disney moment where, like, they're trying to make you cry on purpose. And, like, don't get me wrong, I fucking cry every time, but doesn't feel genuine to me. And it's, like, fabricated to be the sad album, and I don't know how I feel about that. 
like Khan. Still a dub. Her voice is great, but just not as good as I thought. Uh, like Khan, yeah. I mean, real quick, going off the one you were just saying for My Little Love, where she's talking to her new kid and whatnot, it felt authentic to me. I guess where I would word it slightly differently is that I'm not a big fan of skits on albums just because of the replay value where you can get kind of tired of it. And so that song, I think it has good emotion to it, but it's not like a song I'm going to bump like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, otherwise for the album in general, I definitely agree it's way too slow. I also really like All Night Parking, which you mentioned. Love is a Game, that last track. Not crazy about the beginning of it, but then at the end gets into this Amy Winehouse type explosion, which I really liked. And then also Cry Your Heart Out was another song I was really into, but for the rest of it, I could do without for sure. So, I mean, it's like a lot of the other albums we talked about. There's like too stripped down, too plain, too simple, too slow, just not what either of us are looking for. Yeah. Ethelene Nakan. But yeah, that wraps it up for the pop quote-unquote category. We are not going to be talking about the Taylor Swift re-release of Red, but that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You could find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. 30 is the new 25? But I'm washed at 28 anyways. <laughs>